This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 729, Arthas Appreciation April. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros! The commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Ali. And Ali, I have a question for you. So is it uh, Ninja Pirate Rogue or Rogue Pirate Ninja? Or like, how do you how do you mentally internalize all the things that you used to be? It's easy because I have to do it all the time. I'm so okay. many things, Medros. So many things. But we'll, we'll go. We'll go with Pirate is acceptable. I mean, okay. Ninja Pirate, you know, not everyone can accept the fact that I am, in fact, a ninja pirate. So if you have to pick one, pick pirate. Fair enough. And, and how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm all right. Had a really nice weekend with, you know, beautiful weather. Did some yard work and all of that and some gaming, which was really nice. And survived work on a Monday, which is always really good. And yeah, I'm just... Plugging along. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um, you know, if you follow my friend Toasty on Twitter, you'll know why my day was not not as good as I would have liked. Well, would you like to tell the listening audience what that might be? For, for those who don't follow uh, Dear Toasty on Twitter, we we in Winnipeg here decided we're going to go for a third round with uh, Mother Nature uh, this spring, and we have winter again. Yay! <laughs> and we're getting more overnight. Gross. Uh, so yeah, the dog loved it. Oh, I'm Took sure she her did. Out earlier, and she was rolling around in it, and she was jumping and running around, and just just loving it completely. I was loving it a little bit less. <laughs> well, you can just keep that up there, up north there. I don't. See, Shanty well, and Chat even agrees. Just, just keep that up north. That's well, fine. see, uh, our weather people told us was a Colorado low that gave, brought it to us. So I figured I would just send it on <laughs> back to Colorado, figuring that it, since they seem to think it's so good to have snow this time of year, they should have it and keep it there. Well, to be fair, we are the this entire week. We're supposed to be getting chances of rain slash, you know, that really wet wintry spring snow. We have a chance for that. Uh, the entire week, so yeah, and the so, barometric pressure is giving me a nice, lovely headache for that as well. So, so I mean, the, you're not alone. The side that. effect of the snow uh, was uh, that I believe it knocked my internet out uh, for a good oh. portion of the day. Oh. Um, and, and there's a bit of a problem with that. You might have a, an inkling as to what that problem might could, might be. Right? Something about, you know, working from home. Yeah, kind of thing. Working from home, yes. Yep, yep, and yep. Uh, working from home generally requiring an internet connection uh, on one's computer, which I did not have for half the day. So, uh, made for a uh, stressful because I was on the phone with the uh, the phone company most of the, most of the morning. Uh, trying to get updates and, and trying to find out for my bosses when I'd be able to work again. Um, and then uh, log in finally when the internet's back up to find that uh, several systems that I needed are not accessible to me. Uh, so, yeah, was a great day today. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. It was it was a it was it was a time. It does um, sound indeed like a time. A time I'd rather forget, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, so it was uh it was interesting. I mean, it's not a huge deal. I mean, I'm only working four days this week anyway. Um, but I'm sure my bosses would have preferred me working today, especially with systems down that affect the people we support. So right. um yeah, so was uh, it was definitely an interesting day. Uh, how how are how's life with you? How's gaming with you? Uh, have you have you started a new podcast lately? Uh, tell us what <laughs> the life of Allie's like. I've not started a new podcast lately. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I never know when those happen. So, oh, I'll tell you when they happen. It's not going to be happening for a while. <laughs> I. Had a lot of fun streaming last night. I did more of the Necrolore campaign with my DK. And I'm really starting to get into it. You know, the, the meat of it. Which has been really enjoyable. I'm enjoying finally having a chance to go through that for myself. And experience it for myself. Which is great. And... Raid. We're, we're, st- we're, we're at that point now that instead of going from... The beginning all the way to Denathrius at the end. We're using the skip at Stone uh, Sludge Fist. So that way we can just do Stone Legion Generals and Denathrius. Because we're we're kind of getting to that push where we need to get Denathrius down so we can get our AOTC before you know the next raid drops, whenever that might be. So that meant that we spent all day Thursday wiping to Denathrius, which is a little rough, but spirits were pretty good. We were making progress. We can fairly regularly get to phase two now. Not always clean, but sometimes clean. We're, we're getting there. It's, it's a process. So hopefully that goes a little better this week, but it feels good to be working on that and finally really, really doing the push. So I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to having more time with the Necrolore campaign. I'm probably going to be doing a bunch of ICC runs at some point this week. And I think that's about it. I did get a cute little Sable Fox kit from my Queen's Conservatory. Speaking of Naife, which if you're, if you're in the Discord, you saw I posted a little picture of it. It's Stinking adorable. And it is quite adorable, yes. Right? Isn't it so cute? And they, oh my gosh, it's so cute. I really I actually like it a lot. But yeah, that's really that's about it. Uh, lots of little things, you know, working on callings and for, for both my priest and my DK. Not every single time and every single calling, but where I can. And I'm also at the point on my priest where I'm trying to farm some Stygia so I can work on upgrading my conduit some more just so I can do my part to help the raid team out and be a little better as I can. So I've been, you know, in the mob pissing off the jailer, but that's how I roll. That's about it. How about you? So th- this is the, the part of the show where we do honesty, right? I mean, ideally you should be honest the entire show. Haven't logged in since last episode. Yeah. I, I just there's a few times that I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing anything. Maybe I'll log in, and I I hovered over the le- the the thing to click to play. I was like, just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling playing well today. So, um, yeah, I, I haven't logged in. I I didn't even. Uh, didn't even do the anima or soul quest this week. Didn't do any callings. Uh, in all honesty, watching Toasty raiding on Wednesday and watching you play your Necrolord yesterday uh, are the closest I got to WoW this week. Um, and I, I don't feel this is a long-term thing. I, I think it's just that... Um, more and more things in this expansion are not really drawing me in. Um, and I'm not overly enjoying a lot of stuff. Like, 
I, I talked last week. Like, I, I just, I feel like uh, there's no, there's nothing in the game right now that I want to spend anima on. Uh, there's nothing that I, that is engaging gameplay for me. Um, the only thing that I could have any desire to play right now is try to complete the covenant stuff on my death knight and leveling up my hunter. Um, and neither of those were overly engaging content for me this week. So, uh, Shanty in the chat room Max, how far are my sanctum upgrades? Uh, they're kind of all over the place. Some of them I haven't even done an, a start and upgrade. Uh, I, I don't feel the need to. The, I said this last week. I, I don't feel like any of the Sanctum's options are something that I actually want to do. Um, the travel ones, uh, I feel, are mostly crap. Um, the, this, and it's sad because I started out with Bastion, which I thought were, I think are actually really good options. And then I got to uh, Necrolord, where the travel option is you go across the zone or you go to the top of, of the tower you're on and that's it. That's what you get for your first uh, upgrade for that. And um, I'm not one to put effort into farming up materials for stuff. So... Um, the path ascension for uh bastion and the abomination one for uh necrolords are uninteresting to me to say the least um the party one for venthyr is not interesting to me at all i don't care about throwing parties and i don't care about that part of the storyline um I don't have any interest in however far you have to upgrade to actually get interesting things out of the Queen's Conservatory. Um, so when the travel stuff isn't engaging to me and the special one for each one's not engaged to me, and I think I've done the anima conductor thing three times on Bastion total uh, in the three months or so that I've had it available to me uh, tells me that I'm not overly interested in that because it's just it's more work and content that is just con is just work is not exciting to me so yeah I just I I went to log in this week and I was like no I'm, I'm there's nothing pulling me uh, into the game um, and part of that, I think, is also, like, I, I'm worried that if I start pulling over alts, that I'm just getting myself deeper and deeper into a cycle of, okay, so I need to get on and do callings on 11 alts to get all their callings done so I don't lose out on a calling because that's rep and that's gold. And it's just the thought was exhausting. So... Uh, yeah, I was was intrigued to play this week, but I just I just didn't have the desire or the interest to do so. Um, so yeah, I didn't play at all this week, and I don't plan to log on tonight. So, and uh, that's fine to me. Um, I, I think this will be short lived. I, I think I just kind of need a bit of a break, and I've seen people all over the place taking breaks, like. I saw Rose saying he was taking he was gonna be taking a break until 9.1 hits. And we can be looking at it for months yet. So like people are just taking breaks, and that's fine. I feel no guilt about that, and I don't feel bad about taking a break. Um some may criticize me for, you know, uh doing a WoW podcast and not playing WoW every day or every week. Um, I'm being honest that the content right now isn't engaging to me, and when it is, I'll be playing again. But for right now, I'm fine uh, taking a bit of a break from WoW and uh, not worrying too much about it. So, uh, But yeah, so yeah, my week in WoW was not a week in WoW. 
uh, I did stream on Saturday for six-ish hours or seven hours or so. Um, yes, had a lot, had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, did Pokemon Go Community Day. Um, got lots of really good shinies, and uh, I've had some really good luck in Pokemon since then. Uh, three shinies and a hundo in trade. So uh, really happy with that. And I've uh, been helping out a, a streamer uh, that I know from LA who uh, makes uh, merch for the uh, Pokemon Go community. And uh, he's got started streaming. And so I've been helping like moderate and stuff on his channel and and support him. So um, that was kind of where my extra energy went this week into helping people who want to create. So um, I miss doing that. Like I miss the days when people actually came to me for advice and, and asked my thoughts on stuff when it came to content creation. Um, I recall when I was early in ATA, when the, the podcast community was just starting to get bigger, uh, people came to me for advice all the time. Um, I, I so people felt like I was more a more approachable person that rather than some of the people who are um, bigger and therefore seen as uh, not approachable. Um, but it's been a long time since people asked my thoughts and stuff on content. So um, that was very rewarding this week. Nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, let's talk about our first sponsor. Oh, uh, I guess I should uh, talk about Toasty. Uh, he is not feeling well, so he is not here today. Uh, but we look forward to having him back next week. Get better, bud. We miss you. Indeed. I especially miss you, because I'll be doing both ads this week, and that, that's going to be interesting. Uh, so our newest sponsor is the folks at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can get the you can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash all things as and you can get over 70 million songs, thousands of playlists and artists, including our artists this week. And this artist, it kind of takes me back to to one of my first BlizzCons. This is my second one, I think. Uh, and the artist that year was Metallica. And as a, a lot of people who, who've seen me pre-COVID probably have no memory or idea that I used to have really long hair, like middle of my back, long hair. Um, and I used to listen to music like Metallica and heavier stuff back in the day. And uh, I was surprised and very happy to see Metallica was on Amazon Music Unlimited because I remember them way back when as being the first people to attack Napster hardcore back in the day. Uh, so to see them available on a digital platform uh, is something that back then I would never have expected to see uh, because of the prevalence of and the ability for pirating their music from that kind of stuff. So um, they have a lot of albums from Metallica. Um, the, the big album that a lot of people know is the Black Album, um, and that's on there. Uh, they also have some of the newer stuff, some of the older stuff. Um, I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, I, as much as it, I have issues with how uh, some members of the band comport themselves around their fans and treat their fans, um, I still love them as a band. So definitely want to recommend checking them out. Uh, you can find a lot of their music over at Amazon Music Unlimited. Uh, visit getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. That's Get amazonmusic.com slash all things as. And we want to thank them for sponsoring the show. So tell us about this week in WoW. Yes. So this week in WoW, we have the Arena Skirmish event from the 13th to the 19th. The PvP Brawl is Packed House during this week. And also the 13th to the 19th features the World Quest bonus event. And of course, you're going to participate in that. Don't forget to go pick up the quest first before you do a whole bunch of world quests and then beat yourself up because you forgot to pick it up. Yep. Insert the obligatory uh, note to Toasty, the editor. <laughs> uh, don't forget to pick up the quest, bud. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> well, that aside, I think we can get into the news, including some collectibles that have come out. Indeed. Uh, so... I think, Ali, I think a lot of our fans are well aware of my 
uh, affection for the character of Arthas and the Lich King in different quantities, of course. Uh, you know, I own the sword, don't own the helm, but uh, they are going all in on the Arthas love lately. Uh, and they are starting a new series, a monthly series of themed collectibles uh, from now until November, which, you know, November is a very interesting time frame for Blizzard, isn't it? It's almost yeah. like you'd think there's something coming up in November they'd want to try and, you know, wrap up on a big, you know, big show of, of content or, or something. Just something came to mind Maybe. When, I was, I'm, when I was reading I'm not about this. My hopes up. <laughs> I, I agree, but it just seems like maybe that was originally what was planned right. when they decided to do this. Um, but so, as I said, it's a monthly collectible series uh, from the vault. And uh, the first one is going to be Arthas the Lich King. Now, um, I'm going to give you some details about this, and then I'm going to tell you the price. So, uh, this is a very detailed, uh, like some of the some of the pictures that I show here uh, are are very detailed, like down to like you can see the individual uh, stylings of the chainmail under the breastplate of his armor. Um, like in detail, you can see the chain links there. Uh, that's how thoroughly detailed and, and precise this uh, this image shows the art to be. Now, we know this is not always how it ends up being. We can think of a few pieces, I'm sure, from the past where uh, what was presented in the promotional stuff or on display at a BlizzCon uh, was nothing like what ended up coming in the mail for a lot of people. So one can hope that uh, the the cost of this item uh, will make sure that it's a high-quality item for everyone who purchases it. Now, it's a limited-time, limited-quantity item. Uh, I don't recall how many they said there were going to be, uh, but they did say it was limited-quantity. It is a 40-pound statue, so if you're ordering this, imagine that's going to be a lot in shipping. 40 pounds is heavy. Where, if you own this statue, Allie, where would you put in your in your uh, your office space there? Honestly, considering if somebody gifted you the statue, considering its height, I'd probably buy a brand new shelf. Make sure it's nice <laughs> and secure, like in the studs of the wall. So, because it's got to you know support the weight, right? Or you have it be yeah. a standing shelf. But either way, like a. A very special shelf just for that. Like a, uh, maybe a glass glass walled shelf? Something like that. You know, like spotlights yeah. shining on it. And yeah. Well, spotlights would look really good. Right. Like, just, especially like uh, uh, the right coloring of spotlight, like a nice, nice hue. Really good. So, uh, besides the like $200 you're spending on your display case, the cost of this <laughs> statue is $1,100. Dollars. Yes. Yep. One one zero zero no decimal. Um. I am not that much fan of the, the, the Arthas Lich King unless I won the lottery. Like li literally, the lottery is the only way I'm ever, ever going to get the statue. Um. No matter how much I'd like to. So, uh, yeah. So it is. Uh, ninety-eight point four percent poly resin and, and partly PVC. Um, I guess that keeps it a bit lighter. Um, it is a hand painted hand painted statue, and of course, they wore in final coloring may vary from the shown images, of course, which is part of the problem we've had in the past. Uh, the sculpt sculpt is sculpted by Brian Fay uh, with additional sculpting. Uh, concept and paid by various people at Blizzard. Um. It is a beautiful statue. Um, it's not one of the interchangeable hand ones, but if you look at the piece on Wowhead, um, they have some incredible concept art of this statue. Uh, the detail, like you have to, you have to admit, the detail on this is just incredible. It really, it really is. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, like. Just everything. If, if the if the final received product was equal to what we see in these images, it, it would be worth a lot. But only people who have eleven hundred dollars can actually decide if it's worth eleven hundred dollars. Um, 
it, yeah, it's it's just beautiful, and uh, I do wish that I could afford it, but I can't because I haven't won water yet. Working on that, um, but uh, yeah, so it, it is a beautiful statue. It is forty pounds, and uh, it's eleven hundred dollars US, thirteen hundred euros at, in the European store. Uh, so yeah, it is a lot of money and it is a lot of weight. Um, I don't know what the shipping estimate on this is. It doesn't say anything in the piece here. Um, the, the measurements of the, of the statue is 26 inches high by 17.3 inches wide by 24.25 inches deep. And sorry, it's actually 46 pounds. Sorry, I stand corrected. 46 pounds. Uh, not like that makes it any better. But uh, yeah, it is, a, it is a beast of a statue. Um, and I, I hate to say it, but I'm already seeing in the concept art where I expect a lot of failures to be in this, um, especially if it is shipped out by the current fulfillment company that they use. Um, I see the arm holding the sword breaking off and the axe on the bottom breaking off, and there's a sword jutting out in one angle that I, I also see all breaking off if it's not packaged and shipped properly. Um, I truly hope I am wrong. Uh, sadly, I don't think I am. Um, if you can get one, uh, would love to see how it comes how, what the packaging is like, and how uh how it looks when you receive it it's uh it's a beautiful piece um and and i'm envious of those who can afford it and you know blizzard my birthday is coming up in a few short days just say it <laughs> uh they're also selling a uh a concept art print uh by samwise didier uh from 2000 that was used as a basis for this uh, and I think it is, I don't know what the price on the concept art is, uh, $30. And it's really nice. Um, it actually, yeah. it actually looks like Arthas, but I don't know that. No, that's definitely Lich King Arthas. Uh, but that's definitely a 2000 print, not a, uh, not a recent grittier looking print like they tend to be going with these days. But, uh, yeah, if you, if you can't afford the statue and you want a, uh, a print of, Something that was used for the basis of this, uh, $30, and it can be yours. And I'm just looking at uh, at the site here. So the print ships by mid-May, and the statue uh, will ship no later than Friday, November 19th. <laughs> so you'll have it by, uh, by mid-November, or you'll have it by the November, probably. Great for Christmas present that you buy in April. Hey, that's, that's planning, man. They are prepared. Illidan would be proud. Absolutely. Um, I fear, though, that they are not planning very well for possible failures in product delivery that arrive broken and cannot then be replaced in time for Christmas. But that's just me. But it says buy. Not that it will not ship before then. So who knows? But yeah, I'm very curious to see what we're going to have uh, for the month of May. What do you think, Allie? Well, what I think versus what I know are two different things. What? Well, okay. What? Let me let me try that again. What I think versus what I hope for are two different things because you know this is a, a vault collection, right? So that kind of suggests that they're bringing things out of the Blizzard vault to to come back on sale and that kind of thing. There was a while in twenty nineteen. I think time is not a construct of the pandemic, but I think it was 2019. They were doing the, the, yeah, the, and the before times they were doing the monthly art pieces. And I've probably talked about on the show before, but there was a Jaina one that I really, really wanted. And in the early morning hours, I saw it and decided I was going to be the responsible wife. Talked to my husband before spending the money on that. Cause it was like 50, 60 bucks. And then by the time I talked to him, when when I went to go back to buy it, it was sold out already because it was limited edition. And of course, that meant it was 
immediately on eBay for an insane amount of money. It's still on eBay for an in insane amount of money, but it's gorgeous and I desperately want it. So I'm kind of hoping that comes out of the vault at some point during this vault collection thing they're doing. And if it does, I'm not asking permission. I will ask for again this for $1, $1, like, No, not for $1,100. No, 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 no. That, that is rather, definitely still a talk to your husband thing, I think. Uh, 1100 no. Like, I can't even justify buying the helm for 300 no matter how badly I want it. I'm not going to spend 1100 No, but yeah. if, if the Jaina art piece comes up for, you know, 50 60 maybe a little bit more, I'm just going to buy it because I really wanted it. <laughs> so about the helm, some people on a Disney uh, Blizzard Collectibles group I belong to, uh, they found... Uh, an unlicensed uh, full-sized helm, not a half-sized helm, for $250. And I'm like, if I had $250, I would be ordering that right this moment. Right. And so those things were technically sure I had that on savings, but I just, I can't. I don't think of responsibility. <laughs> yeah, like the responsibility, responsible part of me just can't, I can't justify that. Yeah. Especially when, you know, Eventually, when COVID's over, I want to go see friends and go on trips and go to the next BlizzCon and that kind of thing. Like, I'd rather spend money on that. So, what, what are these friends? Things you what are, these, what are these things you're talking about? Oh, well, apparently you're not one of them. Fine, whatever. <laughs> oh, you got to go to Winnipeg. Okay, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> go to Toasty. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, Colorado is on the planned trips. If there are, uh, you know lottery wings uh post-covid kind of times oh okay <laughs> I, I gotta visit i gotta visit friends right but yeah uh if you uh if you are on the wealthier side of the uh, blizzard community uh and have the funds for this uh enjoy a uh, arthas sometime between now and the end of the year um it will not be mine but i i'll be envious of those who We'll get it. So, yeah, uh, let us move along to our next topic, shall we? Yes. Yeah, so we've got a couple of quicker things to talk about really quick. Quick, quick, quick. I'm just going to keep saying quick, apparently. We have some Venari updates. Venari reputation unlocks are now account-wide. So I can go on my DK alt instead of grinding out my... Reputation and Stygia to buy sockets and whatnot. I just need to grind out Stygia now, which is really, really nice, especially for alts. So this change went into effect after this weekly reset. So for the NA realms, it's Tuesday, you know, tomorrow at the time of recording. And that's really nice. So if you have an alt, you're taking her through them through the maw and you're trying to get your sockets and upgrade your conduits. You can easily go do that now and just get the studio and not worry about reputation. So that's pretty handy. Well, here that the Creeper Craig uh, of the Shadowlands is, is getting improvements, so it's not as painful. Because I'm sorry, Venari is creepy. Venari... Much, we're much more creepy than Craig is. No, Craig's creepier. Venari is mysterious and. Evil. Intriguing. I can't decide if she's evil or not. I've gone back and forth over this. Well, we'll then see. I will have to respectfully disagree with you on that because I 100% think that. I mean, I also think Rathian is evil. So, you know, take for what you take for what's <laughs> worth, I guess. Her voice acting, though, is it's pretty cool. Very well done. Yeah. Uh, very well done. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that is it for Venari. But wait, we have more quick news to talk about. Now, normally, we have this tendency where Monday night we record all things Azeroth, and sure enough, come Tuesday, there's more news that we could have talked about. But no, but but no, 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 no. This time, Blizzard's like, but wait, let's put it out Monday night before they record. That way they could talk about it on the same night that it drops. So late-breaking news. Thank you, Blizzard. Just just for us, you did that. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
<laughs> so, yes, definitely appreciate the things that arrive not two minutes after we start recording, right? after we stop recording, <laughs> but two minutes before, before we actually start. I appreciate that change. <laughs> Absolutely. So this just dropped about an hour, hour and a half before we started recording, which is really exciting. There is going to be, as of actually today, it's a hotfix, increased anima rewards. So what happens is there are three new achievements added to the Covenant system. Basically, every time you upgrade all four of your Covenant Sanctum features, so the table, your transportation network, the anima uh, conductor, and then whatever your special Covenant thingy is, for example, me, Queen's Conservatory, every time you upgrade all four of those to Tier 1, you get an achievement. When you upgrade all four to Tier 2, you get another achievement. And then when you upgrade all four to Tier 3, you get another achievement. For each of those, the animal rewards will start to scale upward when you get each achievement. So, for example, when you upgrade all four of your covenants to tier one, you get an achievement. And after that, all uncommon and rare anima items, you know, the ones that stack, like, for example, world quests, they're usually worth 35. You get four, four of them in that stack. So instead of getting... For example, four of them, now you'll get five. So that'll give you a little more anima per world quest, per everything else with the green and blue quality anima items. And then when you get all features to tier two, you'll get even more of the anima items in your rewards, so on and so forth. So that's... That's a really nice change. If you have already fulfilled any of the requirements for these achievements, say you've already upgraded all four of your features to rank one, the next time you log in, you'll get your achievement for that and you'll immediately start earning more anima. I'm really glad they did this. I understand that there's an anima drought, so it's hard to get anima. And I understand that this was Blizzard's way to keep us playing and it wasn't meant for us to grind out all of our covenant things right away they wanted this to last all expansion but even with all of that unless you play on a consistent basis and unless you're constantly going out for world quests and this that and the other you tend to be anima starved i know i usually feel anima starved especially if you're wanting to buy all of your mounts and pets and cosmetics and upgrade your sanctums and everything so i'm really glad this is in and I'm glad they listened to player feedback that the last little anima hotfix wasn't quite enough. So I think this is pretty neat. What do you think about it? Uh, definitely any any way to get more anima is definitely going to be good for every player in the game. Because it is such a core resource for every or, or seemingly everything you do in your sanctum and even some stuff you do outside your sanctum uh so every every player needs more of that stuff um i would like to have seen some way they could like tack on some extra anima to the epic quest like your your uh world boss and right any ones that give you the 250 you know tack on a couple extra 35 animal ones to it or something uh that probably was too difficult to do uh, whereas the other ones are just doubling or adding uh, adding ones adding a number to the original number they have so there's actually just bonus ones um however uh this doesn't change my lack of drive to gain anima um farming anima just to get more anima when i farm isn't a rewarding system to me um so for me, it's not a thing that is going to encourage me, uh, but I I can definitely imagine a lot of players will be very encouraged by this, and uh, I hope to hear really great things uh, tomorrow from people who are already eligible for one or more of these uh, upgrades to what they've got. Um, I can think of only one character that actually would get this automatically, because uh, every other one has at least one thing they're missing. Um, so, yeah, not 
not not something I'd expect to do get a reward for that on my own. Um, but uh, definitely a bonus for those who have already gotten themselves in position to help out that, or they're one one step away from getting a really good bonus there. So, um, yeah, good reward for all the players who are farming anima and trying to get some uh, some advancement on their anima storage. Uh, instead of just feeling like they can get even. Yeah. I think it helps for those, especially who may, for example, during the solo be playing alts. And I know for me, I don't feel like grinding out anima on my main and on my alt. So I think this is, this helps. And I'm glad it's there. But something else that is happening is some information coming out of the TBC beta. Indeed. Uh, the Burning Crusade Classic beta uh, is moving at a solid, steady pace. And at this point, it has increased to the point where uh, players who are in that beta will now be able to uh, get their characters up to level 70 uh, and do battlegrounds and arenas over there. Um, so you can queue up with the Battlemaster for 2v2, 3v3, and 5v5 skirmishes, uh, as well as uh going into uh into the the content and actually like work on your character and get them to max levels so uh any bucks can be found uh i i truly feel like um burning crusade beta is going to be one of those that is going to be very much uh a, a fast paced beta experience because uh the content from this is even more recent than vanilla and should hopefully require less testing and less uh, vetting to make sure it's going to be working properly uh, and should hopefully get out of its beta phase much faster. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see and, and and see if there's any glitches or any bugs they've come across that need to be addressed before uh, they can launch the Burning Crusade classic servers. But I, I do expect that they'll have at least one phase where it's just testing the upgrade from, from your current classic to uh, Burning Crusade classic and all the features around that, so. Right, especially now that we're getting more info on that. Yes, uh, let's tell us more about that. Yeah, so basically how the boosted character experience is going to work in BC Classic, if you haven't heard yet, is that we boost a character, it's going to be level 58, and they're going to be 75% of the way to 59. And if I remember right, I read somewhere that also it's going to be having some rested XP with it and blah, blah, blah. You will at that point start in the faction capital in front of your class trainer, which totally makes sense. You'll get some starting gear, which has received some visual upgrades, which I'm actually really interested to see what the visual upgrades will be. Now, a couple of reminders for these boosts. And clarification, because some people didn't know that. It could only be used on BC Realms. So when you first log in to your character, say I've got my hunter. I think I named her Aliandris. So I log into my hunter. Let's pretend she's, you know, level 60, even though she's really not. Or level 50. Basically, when you first log into that character, you can decide if you're going to leave it in classic or if you're going to move it into Burning Crusade. So we're going to have both those realms. Now, you can only use your boost on a character you've, you're going to do for Burning Crusade. So you can't immediately just boost one up to 60 and leave it in Classic. That's not how it works. You're going to use a boost, it goes to Burning Crusade. And you cannot use a boost on Draenei or Blood Elves. And it's only one boost per account. That's been something that has been a little people haven't quite understood yet. So it is really only one per account because they're trying to use this to limit botting and similar things like that. But there you go. We're getting some info on how that's all going to work out. Beta is moving along. It kind of feels like with this lull happening in retail they're using some of the tbc stuff to kind of 
keep people interested in playing and hyped for the game in general, which is understandable. But yeah, it's good to be getting more info. What do you think about this boost and how they're going to handle it? Uh, I don't think it's going to be a benefit to folks who play in Classic. Um, getting a boost of a character is always a consideration or, or a thought of, okay, do I want to boost a character halfway up or create a new character to boost up? Um, it's strategy of, of making sure you're not wasting your resources. Um, I know somebody who boosted a character uh, and they their boost was like three levels. And I, I always felt that that was kind of a waste, uh, boosting a character that, that is that close to the cap anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's one of those very strong things to consider of, of whether it's worth it uh, and whether it's something that you will actually enjoy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely really good to be able to uh, have a boost. Um, I recall when they didn't have boosts uh, and how frustrating that was for players because they had to basically think of, okay, so do I want to, like, how do I want to get this character up? Um, like when they, when they only had like the one that came with the expansion, uh, you know, people had to consider like, do I want to level a character up or do I want to start a new account, use the boost from that account and then transfer that character over to my main account. And you say that it sounds crazy, but I know several people who did it in the early days, um, before they offered ones you could buy from the store. So. Um, I would fully expect that at some point, maybe not the Wrath or not the Burning Crusade level, but at some point they will offer ones for sale on the store uh, that will boost a character all the way up to whatever max level is or to the starting level for an ex the next expansion kind of thing. I can see that. I know for myself, I dabbled in Classic and I do feel more tempted to play TBC classic over regular classic. But the soft point for me is going to be if there is a wrath classic, in which case, yes, at that point I would potentially get a boost because I don't have the time to commit to leveling a tune <laughs> all the way up just to do wrath, but I would really want to do wrath. So now Ali, come on now, let's be honest here. If there's a wrath classic, if there's a Wrath Classic. Yeah, there probably is gonna be a Wrath Classic. But I think there'll be, be the end classic. of the I think that'll be the end of the classic, so. I disagree. Uh I think mists at this point might be where they'd cut it off. Where they they'd hold like, I, I think there's still people who are who like the further we get out from each expansion, there are people who are whimsical and and wishing they could go back to that time. I absolutely know some people who are very much missing the, the Miss the Sependary expansion. True, and and I can see that, and I could. I mean, part of me thinks it'll stop after Wrath because Kata kind of, in some ways, felt like two point two point oh because it changed so many things in Warcraft. Yeah. But at the same time, there's some people who want to experience that change and experience Deathwing in all his glory. Hey, but everybody! I, everybody wants to go punch Deathwing in the face. Everybody wants to go punch Deathwing. Everybody else. Right. If you haven't, you have missed out on the best classic or best Cataclysm uh, quest ever. Do yourself a favor. Go punch Jeff <laughs> in the face. That's all I'm saying. But I don't, I, just, I don't know if they're just going to keep going with these classic servers or stopping at some point. Like I feel like they're going to stop at some point because you can see a lot of the world post Cata right now if you want to go level. True. Whereas pre-Cata is gone, so for certain realms or, you know, zones. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. We'll see how far that goes. Indeed, indeed. But for now, I think we should go to our next sponsor. Indeed. Uh, it is that time. We are out of news. So let's talk about our next sponsor, which is, of course, the great folks over at Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. 
That's bit.ly slash ATA reads 2021. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now we are continuing along with our Expedition Expeditionary Force series. And this is the next book, Black Ops. Book four in the series. Again, it is a great series. And I, I'm really... Please let me know what you guys think of the series. You guys are only hearing like a minute each week of one book. Um, I have fallen in love with this series, and I'm really curious if I'm the only person who is. So give it a listen and let me know what you think. What do you mean, not so much? Hmm. Did I not use that expression correctly, Joe? Skippy asked, sounding hurt. All I meant was no, which is easier to say. Not so much is a complicated way to say no, but my understanding is all the cool kids are using that slang, so I, Skippy, not so much or no, whatever the hell you call it, what do you mean? Chotek, Chang, the entire crew were waiting breathlessly on Skippy's answer. I asked if the Theranen are not sending a ship to Earth, and the Kristang can't do that. You said yes to my first question, and... Not so much to the other. You told us the Kristang don't have the technology to send a ship to Earth, and now you... They don't. Kristang ships can't reach Earth on their own. I told you that. So, I said slowly, the answer is yes to both of my questions. No, I... Uh, okay, technically, you big knucklehead, you asked three questions. Damn. So that is Black Ops, uh, book four in the Expeditionary Force series, written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray. Um, like I said, I, I'm loving this series. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I know that it was optioned for a TV series, um, which I don't know if there's any progress on that. It was optioned, I think, right before COVID hit. Um, and there, later in the series, there's actually uh, a multicast uh audio production of the series of a book um and uh it has a lot of really interesting uh voice actors doing it um i don't know what the clip is from that but i'm fairly certain that folks will recognize several of the voices in that uh in that production so um definitely want you to recommend checking that out um if you haven't listened to it Pick up the first book uh, if you're a free audiobook. Uh, I don't think you'll regret picking up the first book. Um, and you will, I think, very soon pass us in this uh, in this series of books. So uh, that, again, is our sponsor, Audible. Get it now at bit.ly slash ATA reads 2021. And we thank Audible for sponsoring the show. What do you think, Allie? It definitely clip? sounds interesting. I mean, we've listened to a few clips now, and that clip made me a little more intrigued to listen. It's a lot of fun. It so, seems- so Skippy is an uh, ancient AI who is trying to understand and, and work in a modern society uh, among a a crew that calls themselves the Merry Band of Pirates uh, because they stole a ship that they've called the Flying Dutchman and have, uh, without any uh, of the older species in the galaxy knowing, uh, they've been a human crew uh, basically tearing havoc around the universe. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You had me at pirates. I thought I might. I thought I might when I mentioned <laughs> pirates. Uh, their logo is actually uh, it actually has a pirate uh, flag on it, I believe. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. I, 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 I've really enjoyed reading it and I think that uh, uh, oh, here we go. Here's Here's their Here's, I think, what somebody has created as a, what we think it would look like if it was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, definitely check this out if you're interested. Um, but uh, let's get on to our question of the week. Our question of the week is, what was your favorite part of Blizzard's April Fool post? Manny said, the part where they said there will be a unique Pepe for Egypt Covenant in 9.1. Oh, wait. That was legit? Sarah, <laughs> uh, Toasty's not even here to react to it. How sad. Seraphis said, The fact that they didn't lay anyone off for a change of pace. Wait, what? <laughs> so, Stone says, Krabby the Dungeon Helper was fantastic. He wasn't. 
And Wikipedia says WandaVision. It was. Uh, next <laughs> week's question is, what character or characters would you like to see featured in the monthly collectibles this year? And what kind of collectibles would you like to see for them? I'll let you go first, Alex. I have an idea that I know who you're going to pick. Well, I mean, if 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 we're going off of pure, you know, dreams and wishes here, obviously I'm going to say Flynn, but that's not going to happen because he's not a big enough character. So really, I just at some point, maybe not next month, but at some point, I want them to do a Jaina one because I want my Jaina art piece because it's still there's this there's this hole in my heart. And the only thing that can fill it is the Jaina art piece that was robbed from me and now is insanely expensive on eBay. And you now have that song running through my head. Thanks for that, by the way. There are worse things to be stuck in your head. Yes, there are. Um, <laughs> I am unsurprised you said Flynn and Jaina. Uh, and I like to have a conversation sometime with somebody about the fact that Jaina does not look like my, many of the Kulturans that we see in, in Kulturas. Just say for the record. Like, she's way well, too... She, she left. And, but that doesn't change her body. Like she has, like she has a, a much more classic body type than most. She of went all hoity-toity over in Dalaran and stuff. She's different. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, for me, I would like to see uh, a Tyrion Fordring, but they never will because he's not a big enough character. So I'd like to see a Varian Rin. That'd be cool. I'd like that. And not a Varian Rin when he's blown into a bunch of pieces. That'd be horrible. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'd like to see. I'd like to see what people say. Please do answer on Twitter or in Discord when Allie or I post it, whenever it's posted, uh, Thursday-ish. Um, and yeah, so that is about it for the news and all the other stuff of the show. Uh, let's do our shout-outs. So, Allie, you first. My shout-out is to poor dear Toasty miss you i hope you feel better and and we'll see you next week wait wait no hockey no hockey shout out this week what the heck well i i can i mean because the abs are rocking it so i i can say shout out to the avalanche all right they'll have to go <laughs> i mean i'd shout out the blues but they've not had a good week so i'm just not gonna do that <laughs> sorry sorry buddy uh I, I know you may edit this out and make it say something like the Blues are the best team ever, which, you know, is not true, but whatever. Um, but, you know, I will say my shout-out goes to Blizzard, hesitantly, for uh, giving flu shots to all their staff on campus. Uh, saw a few folks from who work at Blizzard tweeting out that this was happening now from Blizzard. Um, it's great to see that they're doing that. Um, I do wish that they would apply that to all the people they recently laid off. Because that'd be really cool to do so that those people could also get the access to vaccine without having to wait until whenever California gets around to doing it. Or they get around to having the ability to get their vaccines done. So I'd like to see Blizzard do the right thing, but I'm glad they're at least doing a good thing. So that's my shout out and also a shout out to the Jets because, you know, Jets rock. Sure. And can't wait to see them in the playoffs. For a short amount of time. For as long as humanly possible. Including past the abs. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't even know which when they'd face off with the new layout of the league and stuff. So, Right. But anyways, um, let us uh, wrap up our show. Uh, probably one of the shortest shows we've done in a long time. Yeah. Um, so let's do our outro and we'll be back next week. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, Medros is at Medros, Fandeth is at Fandeth, Toasty is at ToastyPostyCan, and Allie is at AllieAndrusK, and you can find the network at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest. 
We'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more patch goodness. PTR's coming out. Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.